back to Let's Get Haunted with your hosts, Natsron and Alyssa Terry. We are live in the studio for our fourth yep. episode today. Episode four, Natalia's episode. She's going to tell me a story this time. Yeah, and the theme of this whole episode is just going to be like real, just real fucked up because I I just didn't have the proper attention span to like really look into this one the same ways that I looked into the other ones. And honestly, I just, the story is just, it's a real, I believe in you. It's a real great. Yeah. I just don't. And also we're not wearing headphones like, because like we couldn't get the recording thing to work. I have food poisoning. Alyssa's been having diarrhea on and off. (laughs) I might have to leave in the middle of this, have some more diarrhea, come back. We're haunted. We're we're very haunted tonight, and we apologize. We're filming. Well, no, we don't apologize. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you for judging us. Turn this yeah. off. Diarrhea is normal. Yeah. No, no, it's it not. Is. I actually, well, oh God, do we have to start this over? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not. Your teeth look so white. Oh, they do. Yeah. Yeah. I, did you whiten them? I no. I put charcoal. So I, okay. So I've been cleaning my house. <laughs> And I've been finding, like, all this old stuff that I, like, forgot that I was obsessed with. Like, this old, like, Amazon Prime, like, $9 activated charcoal, like, can, which is probably, uh-huh. like, literally made of cancer. I don't know. But well. y- you put it in your teeth and then it makes it white. It doesn't make sense. It's, like, black turn white. What? I mean, they look really white. I, like, can't stop looking at them. Yeah, they look super white. I'm smiling. I'm jealous. Right now. Okay, I need to buy activated charcoal. You know what? I did buy activated charcoal once, and it was to mix in glasses of water, and then you drink it, and mm-hmm. it and it was gross. My and it turned my teeth black. Yeah. Okay. It turns it black, and then it turns it white. I oh. like don't. I don't understand the science. I, I don't felt want like to. okay, but I felt like I was drinking something that I wasn't supposed to be drinking because it's charcoal. Yeah. So I stopped. I don't get it because it's like isn't isn't charcoal like what you start fires with? Mm-hmm. And, like, how is that supposed to toxify you? I don't know. Talk, detoxify. Every time we do this podcast, I'm just staring across at you, and we're both just, like, either super hungover, like, you have diarrhea right oh. now, or, like, haven't slept in, like, 10 days. That was the worst. Last episode, I was so tired that Natalia had to drive my truck back to my apartment, <laughs> and then I had to get her an Uber to the metro, and yeah. then she had to metro home. Yeah, so I had to drive Alyssa's truck, like, what, like, tw- like an hour? Oh, yeah, it was an hour Literally because of an traffic. Hour away. But my favorite part of that whole story is Steve was in the office here steve and, Alyssa, and we and Alyssa, lived together he could have driven me home and Alyssa was like i'm so tired like i don't know i don't know what I'm i was like do. if i drive right now i'm gonna crash can you drive me steve and and, then, and steve just see you're like are you going home at any any time soon and i was just waiting for steve to be like oh i'll drive you let's go and he's like no yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be here for a little bit longer and you were like oh do you know when you're gonna be done he was like uh no and like just put his so typical back on and like turned around and looked back at his computer screen so typical so then i was like okay. so natalia to the rescue yeah yeah that's what i'm here for that's my purpose exactly and I'm, then we had we were moving out of that apartment too and you walk into the apartment and the first thing you say is you're like dude you're not gonna be out in two days no way there's still we did Christmas it decorations up <sighs> but we did it we're out you are? Yeah, we're out. Dude, your house was such a shit show. Like, I know. what I love is that you only have one party per year and like that one. <laughs> and that I one, never clean up never. from it. Like the decorations are still out in March. Yeah. So like everyone, we go to your house and I'm like, wow, this is so awesome. Like it's such a nice family vibe they've got here. Like look at all these so wholesome. Photos. Reindeer. There's reindeer. There's trees. There's Christmas music playing. Like, wow, this has really got it together. And then I like come back <laughs> six months later and there's still fucking Christmas decorations. You know, (laughs) you can't have it all. And uh, I aim to only have it together once a year around Christmas. Well, now Steve is, I guess, like living out of his car, sort of. Yeah. So (laughs) basically, (laughs) weddings are expensive. Yeah. And rent is expensive. They were trying to raise our rent. I know people who don't live in California. I'm getting triggered. I'm getting triggered. You can see it in my eye. Like, I, oh, I'm like twitching. Okay. So. People who don't live in California are going to hear this number and think, wow, that's insane. But keep in mind that in Los Angeles, especially rent is just the highest you've ever heard in your life. And mm-hmm. it's really high. I think maybe the only place that has higher rent is going to be like Silicon Valley like and San Francisco, San Francisco. like the, New York. Yeah, yeah. New, well, yeah, New York. But I'm thinking in California, I can't really think of anywhere with higher rents. And so we were living in a townhome, which is an apartment, but it's like you have your own garage so it was technically three stories 
the bottom level is a garage. Then you walk in at the living room level and then you go upstairs to the bedroom. So this was a two bed, two and a half bath. They were char- they wanted to raise our rent to over thirty three hundred a month. Wow. Keep yeah. In, your, that place sucked. That too. place sucked. Our My neighbor was insane. Yeah. She <laughs> used to tape notes to our door being like, I'm going to kill your dogs if they bark <laughs> like I'm going to call the cops on you. And then our other neighbor told Steve one day when he was walking down the stairs, she stopped him and was like, hey, I just want you to know that that crazy neighbor came and banged on your door so that your dogs would bark. And then she started filming your dogs barking. And so the landlord was constantly being like, well, we got a video from what's her face uh, about how your dogs are barking. It turns out she was banging on the door to get them to bark. Wow. And then filming it. Honestly, kind of like iconic. Like the next time that I hate somebody, like I'm you're just going to do that. Do that. I was afraid that she was going to like throw poison over onto my balcony, though. And then like Like, the dogs would eat it. Literally like a witch. I don't know. That's all I wanted to say about her. Should we start over? No, no, no. (laughs) I'm not done yet. I'm I'm on a roll. Okay. So the point is, I'm going to cut most of this out. The point is that (laughs) that they raised our, they were trying to raise our rent to over 3,300 a month when we started off. When we first started this rent, it was 2200 a month. So they tried to raise it $1,000. You could have completely said that whole story could just deleted like literally 90% of it and just said they tried to raise our rent but by $1,000. But then $1, it's $1, not $1. good. It's it's not good at all. <laughs> Anyways. It's great. Everyone's very entertained. Leave a comment. If the, you're listening on SoundCloud, comment right now. If you want to know the exact details of every single <laughs> thing Alyssa says, then yeah. Then talk to me and I can just go... And I can go for a long time. That's why time. we make a good team because I feel like you're you're all about like the matter of facts, and then I'm all about like just glazing it over and like <laughs> serving you up like a copy pasta of what someone no, else. No, you're said. you're good at getting the emotion oh. out of a story, oh. and I will just say all the little unnecessary details. But w- while mad, while real mad, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk about is that Natalia and I. Natalia doesn't even know this yet. I don't what? think are going to be at the SP7 live show. We have two tickets in our <gasps> names. Oh, my God. So we're going to be at the SP7 live show. So if you don't have your tickets yet, you guys. We're going to be there. We're going to be there. Oh, my God. I'm going. Dude, that's so exciting. So if anyone is going to go to SP7, we're going to be there supporting the boys and gals. Yeah. And um, I love that you didn't even like ask me like what no. I was going to be doing that <laughs> night or like when it it's was. Like, you knew I had nothing going on. It's like far in advance, I think. I don't remember the exact date. Yeah, but you don't even need to tell <laughs> yeah. me because you're just like, you've got nothing going yeah, on. Well, like, let's be honest. Neither do I. I don't even remember <laughs> what day it is, but I'll be there. So, <laughs> Yeah. So if you want to see us, you go to that. Yeah. I think there's only like, by the time this goes up, um, I think there's only like 10 tickets left or something. So uh, you guys, I've been retweeting every time that a link is posted. I know that Steve has tweeted about it. I know James has tweeted about it. Kib and the official SP7 Twitter keeps, they, everyone keeps tweeting links to the tickets. So if you guys don't have it yet, get your tickets. Um, my dog is currently here right Archer. now. Archer. So is, if you hear heavy breathing, it's Archer. It's, it's Archer. And if you hear vaping in the background, the past few episodes that we've done, it's Steve. I hear it in the background when I okay, listen to it. I know. I heard it too, but I didn't think it was vaping. I thought it was me sliding my mic across the table, but you're totally right because I, yep. Yep. If you can hear that, that's Steve vaping. Yeah, they can hear it. I kind of like... I kind of, it's like vaping ASMR. Yeah. Like it feels, it feels good. I'm just imagining Steve having an ASMR channel, but it's just him staring at the camera for an hour vaping. I tried to pitch to them the other day for a video. I was like, you guys need to make an ASMR. Wait, Steve, that's so funny. I know. They never, they won't. He's like not even looking at, he's pretending to ignore me right now. They won't ever do the videos I said, but actually one video that I did pitch that we got to do was following a rat down a sewer. I came up with oh. that, and we got to do it. That's so exciting. Well, you if you watch us go down a sewer yeah. for a rat, you know whose video idea that was. That was Natalia's. <laughs> I feel like the way that our podcast is is just like a really good reflection into our minds of just like anxiety. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to hear the story or do you need to talk about more? I have one more thing on my list that I want to talk about. This is so you to have a list. <laughs> it's because I'll, I forget. If I don't make lists, I forget. I want to say thank you to everyone listening who is funding us to go to AlienCon 2019. Oh my god, why didn't we lead with that? We should have. 
So thank you. That's the conclusion is thank you for sending us to AlienCon. We're going to film it uh, because you guys are sending us. And on our Instagram, I thanked everybody that donated. So the individual names are up there if you guys are <gasps> you curious. Did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let me... I can read it real quick. That way oh. nobody feels like they donated in vain. That we notice so, you. I'm like... like all over the place today and that was that's like literally so exciting i know me. i'm so stoked okay so here's i'm here's, gonna ask this travis walton i'm gonna be like all right travis travis what up with that i'm yeah <laughs> travis walton you talk about you go for get abducted by aliens you go for get abducted by aliens. <laughs> hey it, everyone knows what i meant it doesn't matter don't matter when talk makes sense <laughs> out yeah that's that's a, that's a good why most podcast good language speak <laughs> okay so special thank you to the following donors patricia kathleen Alyssa s brent chelsea kevin patrick annika and jacob and some people have donated after this but these are the people who specifically donated for the tickets to alien con everyone else who donated there were like three other people that donated and we're so grateful we're going to thank you on the next episode because we're using that money for soundcloud premium Wow. Uh, I'm so glad that you're so organized yeah. and that you have the list. I have like a spreadsheet because I want people to know that we are paying attention and we really appreciate you guys. And uh, thanks to everyone who joined the Reddit. We now have 120 members on the <gasps> subreddit. Oh, my God. I know. Okay, let's start the story. I'm All excited right. to hear it. I hope this beginning of this podcast doesn't suck. I can't remember anything we talked about. I don't know. I'll cut it. Okay. I'm editing this one, you guys. So if you have any complaints, direct them towards me. I'm George Bush. That's being cut out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me see. Let me see, let me try something here. <laughs> you ever heard of anything called the Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine? No, but I'm intrigued. Ah, I got you. All right. So, Alyssa, mm -hmm. Terry, mm -hmm. what do you think was happening in 1810 okay. world history? Well, I know the gold rush in California was in. 1850s because i just had to do something on the it 49ers here's a hint the first Oktoberfest in germany happened in 1810 oh. uh-huh the tin can was invented <laughs> by an english inventor beans he patented the tin can as a means to create airtight container for the distribution of storage and food the strange thing about this is that no one had invented a can opener for another 60 years so you had to use a hammer and a chisel to open it or a goat okay 1811 the Battle of Tippecanoe happened. In 1811, there was a New Madrid earthquake. So it was one of the worst earthquakes to strike the United States. And it was December 16th, 1811. That's scary. The magnitude of this earthquake was a 7.0. And some sections of the Mississippi River appeared to run backwards oh, for a short time. That's haunted. Yeah. Bad vibes. So then in 1812, we have the Indian War of 1812. So basically, the Native American slash Indian Wars, the Indians were fighting against the Americans who were coming in and taking their land, too. Okay. But then they decided to pair up with the British to fight. Oh, us. that's really yeah, interesting. So some, some of the tribes did, too. So, yeah, it's really cool. Like, that is really cool. I didn't know that. Know, there should be more movies that have, you know, got like British soldiers and like Apache Indians killing Americans. That that's actually a really good premise for a Western, like a modern Western movie. So that's what's kind of going on at this time of the world. All right. <laughs> now let's go. <laughs> let's uh, let's location travel to a place that you're going to love, okay. a mountain range outside of Phoenix, Arizona. And would you know what these mountains are called? No. A mountain range outside of Phoenix, Arizona. They have the vortexes there. Mm -hmm. There's lots of vortexes there. Um, I don't rem I've visited there before, but I don't remember the name. You're going to love this. The Superstition Mountain. That's haunted and I love right. it. And you know why it has this name, the Superstition Mountains? Because of the vortexes. Right. So this is crazy. The, these mountains outside of 
Phoenix, Arizona, have been known to have more hikers going missing mm-hmm. in them than any other mountain range that's in the United States. Love it. So I mean, hate it for the people that are missing, but love the superstition. Every year, at least four to five, or every season, I should say, at least four to five hikers go missing, wind up dead, or are just never found. And a lot of the bodies that they do find are decapitated. Whoa, are you serious? Yeah, so their head is separated from their body. And some of the people that they find, uh, they just never find them. And then sometimes they find people that are just dead, like they've died from exposure. Oh, my God. Okay, so the Pima Indians that live around this area, they have this folklore that says this mountain range is haunted and it's called Thunder Mountain because they have this god called the Thunder God that they said lives inside of the mountain. And if you try to, you know, go loot in the mountains or take gold from the mountains or hike around in these mountains or basically if you go near the mountain, the thunder god is going to punish you. Okay. Okay. That's scary. It's scary. And um, actually, fun fact, you know, Thunder Mountain at Disneyland? Yeah. Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. So yeah, Big Thunder Mountain. It's kind of based off of this idea. That's one of my favorite rides at Disneyland. Yeah. So a lot of people during the gold rush would go to this mountain area, this mountain range, trying to find gold. And there would be all kinds of spooky stuff happen. You know, they wind up missing. They go, they wind up dead or whatever. And then some of their uh, like mine carts would just like take off without anyone oh in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And that it goes along with Big Thunder Mountain the ride because it's a gold rush ride. Yeah, and it's haunted. It's just everything's bad. So the Apaches believe that there is a treasure hidden within the mountain that is remains a secret and that there's tons of gold inside of the mountain. But this thunder god is protecting the mountain. And so if you try to go loot from there, the thunder god will basically fuck you up. Okay. okay. The Spanish gold rush happens and they are like, oh, there's a bunch of gold in there. Let's go get it. And these Apache Indians are like, no, the thunder god, you can't do it. <laughs> and the Spaniards are just like, oh, fuck it. Like, that's not real. Sign- why does why does the thunder god care so much about gold? What possible use could he have for it? He can't buy anything and he's a god. He doesn't need to buy anything. He can just take. I've never really thought of it that way. Maybe he just doesn't want man to have the gold because oh. he makes it, it makes them crazy. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he's just like, "You know what? No. No, I know what you guys are going to do with this gold. You're going to spend it on you guys are going to make capitalism and yeah. I'm against capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> capitalism <laughs> destroys the thunder god. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's great. I love that. Okay. So the Indians tell the Spaniards that they're not going to help them search for the gold. And the, the wouldn't you know, guess what happens? They search for it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. They search for the gold. So between 1540 and 1845, countless Spaniard treasure hunters were discovered dead around the area of the Superstitions Mountains. However, the treasure hunters weren't just dead. Their bodies were mutilated. And very often, they were found decapitated. It wasn't clear what was happening. Were Apache assassins killing them? Was That's the my guess. Indeed protected by the Thunder God. So this mountain range was regarded as evil and the gold was beyond people's reach. So in 1845, a Spaniard named Don Miguel Peralta found it, proving to his countrymen not only that the gold really did exist, but that there was no curse whatsoever. For there he stood alive and well with all his gold. Right. So did he take a picture of himself like in the mine with the gold or did he just bring out the gold? He just he had the gold. All right. 1845. Uh, OK. He got he has the gold. And the Peralta family was a super successful family that had a cattle ranch in Mexico. So they uh, in Sonora, Mexico, they were really successful down there. So even though they had a lot of money from that, they wanted to enter the gold mining business because gold was taking off and everyone was going crazy for gold. So when Don Miguel found the gold mine, he was so astonished by his discovery that he memorized the contours of the terrain as best as he could. And then he rushed back to Mexico to get soldiers, gears and supplies in order to start extracting the gold. So he looks around, sees all the gold and he's like, all right, I'm going to literally remember how to get back here. So then he comes back with his men and his gear and and. He has all of his donkeys or whatever ready to go and they're getting ready to leave the mine. And a lot of these donkeys have leather satchels full of gold. 
and the Apache Indians run out and they massacre a bunch of them, leaving only two men behind. And it's said that a bunch of these donkeys, while this massacre is happening, just like run off every direction because they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, of course. So they're like falling off of cliffs, which is sad. I know. Rip donkeys and burrows and they're like falling into crevasses oh, and they're no. they're like you know getting dead oh and that makes me so sad it's sad but it's also kind of funny to like think no. of like think of a fucking donkey full of gold come on man that's so sad it's kind of cute so then hundreds of years later people still to this day find the remains of these donkeys so they find like skeletonized donkeys with, with satchels of with gold sa- with uh, rotten leather satchels full of gold that isn't ins- okay that's insane So after this massacre happened and they find these donkey bones everywhere with the leather sacks full of gold, the Peralta family and the Spanish soldiers that they had been taking the stuff out of the mine with in the convoy were all slaughtered except for those two. And those two Peraltas made it back to Mexico. And they erased every sign of the gold mine before the big massacre because they were thinking like, oh, we're going to take this gold. We're going to come back later. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they can't. They can't take everything at once. There's so much gold that they're like, okay, we can just like put some of this on our burrows or whatever and take it out now and then we'll keep coming back. But they didn't they didn't want anyone else to find it because at this time people um, were killing each other because they would you would find gold and then you would just steal somebody else's. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So so they're like covering their tracks as they're exiting or like they had an explosion so that it would close off something or some way to hide. Yeah, the they were covering their tracks entirely. And then they actually left some clues in the form of three large slabs of slate, which contains carvings of directions in Spanish, as well as beautiful engravings. One of a donkey of a magician and one of a heart. Ooh, These three slates magician. together exactly were believed to form a map leading to the thunder god's mine so this is what the tablet looks like oh can i look let me look yeah can you is it can you read that yeah it says this path is dangerous i go 18 places look for the map and then it's a picture of a magician with a heart that is crazy looking so there's three of those slates there was three of those slates. Is it yeah. the exact same slate each time? No, the they're different each time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So after the whole Peralta mining thing came to an end, people don't really go into those mountains anymore because they're like, well, you go in there and the Apache Indians are going to fuck you yeah, up, Yeah, understandable. Right? Yeah, yeah, they sent a message like, hey, this is our land. Don't come in here stealing resources yeah. from the thunder god. Exactly. So some time has passed. A man named Dr. Thorne is an army doctor who served during the time of brutal fighting with the Apaches during the Indian Wars. And in order to pacify some of this fighting that was going on during the Indian Wars, President Abraham Lincoln suggested a peace treaty, which indeed did squash the fighting. Lincoln created a refugee for the Apaches as a marked place on the map where they wouldn't be bothered. And then this is where that Dr. Thorne came in and he never he wasn't he wasn't this doctor that like wanted to be rich and wanted to you know have nice things he literally just wanted to help these apache indians he um had worked in the war and had seen what was happening to them and had kind of learned their customs and was like i really want to help these people with the knowledge that i have so he uh goes into where all these Apaches are and he makes friends with them and becomes their own doctor and he's helping them deliver babies. He's helping them a lot of things at the time that are killing people and he's uh, helping cure. I don't know. What what are things that people need to be cured from? Smallpox. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably smallpox, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Probably (laughs) scurvy. Scurvy. Yeah. Remember all the gold miners got scurvy. Yeah. Because they didn't have access. They were eating literally beans and biscuits. Right. And that's not, I mean, that's still, those are good. Delicious, but no fruits in that diet. And so they would would get scurvy. I would love to have some beans and biscuits right now. Man, I just had diarrhea. I (laughs) I do not need beans and biscuits. So Dr. Thorne is working with this Apache community. And then after he saved someone's life, he made all these good friends um, in the business or not in the business, in the tribe, I should say. And they're like, you know what, Dr. Thorne, we really want to repay you. So Mm. do you know what they did? Are they going to take him to the gold mine? Oh, my God. How psychic. So one day the elders blindfold him. 
for one day and oh, one day wow. only. And they allow him to visit the cursed thunder god mine in the superstition mountains under the protection of them. Wow. So they blindfold him. This is scary. I would think this they were so going to go scary. kill him. I know. I would think, oh, well, I lived a good life. <laughs> I would be like, you know what? Now that I think about it, maybe becoming a doctor for the... <laughs> The team that was killing all of my army was not- was like not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets blindfolded. They take him in there. And then this is the cool story. They say, all right, you can take as much gold as you can fill in your pockets. And oh, so, damn, that's yeah. cool. So they unblindfold him and he's in this beautiful, I don't know, uh, cavern of gold. Like I'm picturing <laughs> the thing from Aladdin. Yeah, I'm picturing like Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland yes. on that, that ride. And you enter that area where there's just piles of gold everywhere. Yes. That's what I'm picturing. So Dr. Thorne starts immediately taking his hands and he grabs on to all this gold and puts it in his pockets and then you know that he's he after a few minutes he's kind of looking around and he's like oh you know what this is actually pretty sick right now yeah. <laughs> he's like hey, i wonder if i can uh remember remember no, how to get uh, back here don't get too greedy right? dr thorne he got the curse uh, oh so the curse is what oh my god i didn't I didn't realize. Yeah, I made that up. I oh. don't know if that's how you get oh, the curse. Oh, well, but no, no, no. Don't, don't say that you made it up. That's absolutely true. The curse is greed. It's all a metaphor. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So then he's looking around and he's like, huh. He's kind of taking in some of the landscape that he sees in the cave, trying to figure things out. Puts the blindfold back on. And he was able to remember one thing that he saw, which was called the Weaver's Needle Rock. And it's this rock that is straight up. You see it like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's cute, That's right? pretty distinct. Pretty distinct. He called it Weaver's Rock, and it's one of the places that's on the map to find this lost Dutchman's gold mine. Why is it called Dutchman? We're getting there. Oh, oh, oh okay. We're getting there. Okay. So Dr. Thorne never returned to the, the mine. He never went back in all of his life, and he uh, literally, that's that's it. That's all that happened. Can I say something real quick? Oh, sure. Is this what that SpongeBob episode is based on? The Dutchman's <laughs> treasure? I don't know. But, where they're trying to find the Dutchman's but, treasure using the game board? Yeah, but I literally love that episode. The, he's so, so funny. scary. And then the, he, I remember my brother and I watching it when I was in elementary school. And the part where he goes, the Dutchman's treasure. Like mm. every time they open it up and we used to crack up. SpongeBob is literally like the probably the best best art oh, that came out of our entire absolutely Earth. i agree with that yep okay go ahead so basically that's all this doctor gives the first clue for how to find this mine he remembered the weaver's needle rock so he told people he told people that's all he remembered the weaver's needle okay yeah and um so fast forward now to the famous dutchman Jacob Waltz, a.k.a. The Dutchman, was the next person to find this mine, and he became the most notable and legendary explorer of all those who dared to venture to the Superstition Mountains. His story became so famous that this podcast is literally called The Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine. Are you ready to hear about I am him? ready to hear about The Dutchman's Treasure. So, Jacob Waltz. He comes to North America from a little place called Germany. Ever heard of it? Oh, I drank there. Exactly. That's why I said Oktoberfest. Nice and call back. This guy is basically like, doesn't give one fuck. Like he's like, I'm going to go to America. I'm going to get rich. I'm going to go find gold. And what year is this? This is 18. This is in the 1860s. Okay. And um, I don't have a, ex there's not a whole lot of good record keeping of people's like pictures and stuff back then because you had to be like really important to have pictures. Understandable. Yeah, they were expensive and stuff. So check out what this guy looked like. Oh, Lord. That's a German? <laughs> that, that looks like a old West American to me. It looks like a tree. Like it just, that doesn't even look like a person. It it's, looks like tree beard. It's like Dumbledore had sex with Grandmother Willow <laughs> and this guy popped out right, like, with a gun. Like I just want to reiterate that this is a time in America where like people didn't shower. <laughs> like you would wear the same They had clothes. scurvy and smallpox and ate cans of beans. Exactly. <laughs> you would wear the same like, I don't even know if that guy has eyes. Like, is he just <laughs> blind in both eyes? We're looking at a picture of a guy that's got... We'll post it to the Instagram. Yeah, we're looking at a picture of a guy that he's literally has a... I don't even know how to describe this man's face. Like, it looks like maybe it's like the wind has like sanded part of his face off. Yeah, like, the, it's just smooth. The wind has eroded 
he's just been he's been in a windstorm his whole life. Yeah, is what it looks like. Yeah. He looks and he's holding a, a rifle. A rifle. And he's like sitting in the most uncomfortable chair holding a rifle. He I looks proud. He's just trying to protect that chair. That's the kind of land this was. It was like someone steal the chair right out from underneath you. He's not even looking at the camera. He's so worried that someone's going to run up on him right now and attack him <laughs> that he's just looking around with his gun in his lap while he gets his photo taken. Yeah, he's like literally at the mall of old times he's getting a glamour shot and he's like i can't jc penny i can't even <laughs> put this down okay so that guy oh man i lost my spot can you guys hear the train in the background let us know in the comments on soundcloud so can you hear steve vaping let us know in the comments on soundcloud so this guy jacob waltz rolls into america from germany and he's like literally i'm gonna take this superstition mountains by the horns and make it my bitch like i don't give a shit about what anyone's saying so he goes into the superstition mountains with literally just a gun and like a bucket and it's just like i'm gonna fucking find <laughs> is it a piss bucket i or don't is it... know That's... oh no it's for gold it's for oh. everything oh my gut reaction was like he's gonna shit in this bucket like <laughs> he's he's literally like just gonna get whatever he can he doesn't yeah. even care and reports are unclear at this time we don't really know a lot about this person but it kind of seems like he maybe was going in the mountains and bopping people over the head and taking <laughs> their gold too. What so a dick. He was just a real r- rough, rough, t- a uh, tumbled guy. Yeah. yeah. But while he's out here in these mountains, just like, I don't know, decaying, he saves a Mexican gold miner's life. Oh. Good for yeah. him. He's not all bad. People are complex. Well, yeah. So as the story goes, <laughs> the Mexican gold miner got himself into a dangerous knife fight in these superstition mountains over gold. And Waltz, this Dutchman, stepped in to save him. And he, I don't know why, he probably stepped he in probably to save him. He probably wanted the gold. Because he wanted to know where the gold came from, right? And so this um, Mexican gold miner was so thankful that, that the Dutchman had saved him that he told him, disclosed with him, I guess you could say, significant information about the mine to him. And that part is like, why? Well, also, that part is like, how did this guy find the mine? It's probably like there's a Mexican knife fight going on and he steps in and is like, the other guy's like, if you save me, like, I'll get I'll help you get oh, to the gold. That makes the most sense. Yeah. And then he's like, OK, I'll save you. Where's the gold? And he's like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. OK, but the Dutchman probably only speaks German because he's this is the 1800s straight from Germany. And then this Mexican gold miner probably only speaks <laughs> Spanish. And so what is this communication? I mean, I feel like even though people speak different languages like you can universally tell when like somebody is fucking desperate so he saves this mexican gold miner save in heavy quotations like he basically entraps him you know like oh Oh, to lead him well we don't know because reports are quote-unquote unclear okay so was it a show of gratitude or was he like if you don't tell me where this gold is i'm gonna let your friend kill you i don't know okay so the mexican gold miner tells him the exact location of the gold mine in the superstition mountain and then waltz what do you guess he did goes there he began mining the area right immediately okay um so makes sense it's not easy to take pure gold nuggets because they're super heavy mm-hmm. so you can only take one thing back at a time and waltz like uh, like i said was just a mountain man who didn't give a fuck he would go into town and just like pay for drinks and food with like a pure gold nugget like, oh my just, like, god pull a gold nugget out of his knapsack and be like give me a drink or give me food like so people in the town see this man who literally looks like he's been homeless for like a thousand years barely speaks any english and he's just walking into town with like pockets full like of gold. paying for prostitutes by th- throwing gold on them exactly so and he, he just, that's really boss so here's a picture uh he would ride into town on this donkey with his gun and here's a picture of him riding into town on oh this my god or a burrow whatever this, you call that let me think of a way to describe him Captain Barbosa from <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean on a on, on a, a donkey, a donkey that's like the size of my dog, like a, the size of a Labrador y- retriever. <laughs> Young Hagrid <laughs> riding a donkey, right? And this donkey looks like it's can't oh. be walking more than like three miles an hour. I could, I didn't even look at the donkey's face because I was so intrigued by this man's face. But now <laughs> that I'm looking at the donkey, that is such, this donkey does not want to be in this position. 
<laughs> no, it's definitely against his this, will. He's like, this gold is so heavy. <laughs> this guy's beard weighs like 100 pounds alone. He's like, I haven't fucked another donkey in like my whole life. Yeah. I've never even seen another donkey. <gasps> Why me? Tell him to stop riding me. I'm thirsty. <laughs> exactly. And then like that donkey probably dies. And then he's just like, donkey stopped working. Time for a new one. <laughs> so the townsmen see this white bearded German dude who would just disappear for long periods of time into the mountains and then return with like happy and celebrating like I've got the gold like his teeth like missing to buy drinks and food so they start being like okay he's probably knows where some gold is right. I don't know so then he uh people start following him also it sounds like he was obnoxious like just flaunting gold everywhere he went paying like you said paying for drinks and well, gold he's new money yeah, you're right. <laughs> Think about it. New money spins unwisely and becomes broke very quickly. Literally me. Yeah. <laughs> Literally me. Okay. So everyone starts demanding like, okay, tell us where the location of this this gold is or we're going to fucking kill you. So then he's like, okay. And like, now I'm going to like play my game down a little bit lower. So he starts covering up his tracks and he's not going down there as much. And he has to be really secretive about it. Being like, no, I don't know where the mine is. And like, oh, I've just had this or whatever. He starts <laughs> found it somewhere else exactly he starts misleading people like oh it's over here it's here just to get people off the trail so like no one has any idea like, he even like walks into places that like aren't real so that like people will see him and think like oh that's this is where a it is. smart guy yeah so he starts to know like okay if other explorers are going to discover the mine it's going to get really bad like people are going to die because that you know also inflation if everybody has gold <laughs> then gold is worth nothing exactly yeah, there you go. Yeah. So he decides that he's going to team up with somebody and tell his friend Jacob Weiser about the mine to help have his friend help safeguard it. So these two guys start to collaborate to extract as much gold as they can from the mine while creating traps to confuse other people and protect it from intruders. But what do you guess? People are poking around, trying to figure out what's happening. So in 1880... Two soldiers come into town with real impressive loot. And not long before, they were discharged from a nearby base and were making their way through the Superstition Mountains to ask the Silver King mine operator for a job in mining. Instead, they decided to show him the gold and offer him a partnership. So, basically... <laughs> Wait, what's the Silver King mine? Is that just like a mining company? That... I don't know, but doesn't that sound cool? <laughs> yes. So he's the I choose Thunder... to believe that it was a company. Thunder God mine versus Silver King mine. Round one, fight. That is like the dopest Silver King mine. I, I want to know about it. I'm sorry. Just real quick. An inactive silver... Oh, it's the name of a mine. Yeah, the so sil... it's, it's the name of a mine... Um, the richest silver mine in Arizona. Oh, so it's silver oh, versus gold. Yes, I. So I. Sorry, I didn't even make that connection. So it's literally a, there's a silver mine right. that everybody probably everybody knows about, and uh -huh. so people are mining it professionally. And then there's this gold mine like next door, the but it's gold hidden. Mine, yeah. yeah. So the two soldiers go up to the oh, silver mine really and they're cool. like, "Hey, look at this gold nugget! Like, do you want to know where I found this? This is just like the craziest story, right? The Wild West was fucking wild. So the two soldiers offer this silver king mine dude a deal and they're like well we're trained scouters for the army so we 100% know that we can find our way up the mountain and uh, find you know the dutchman's treasure or whatever but since they had no experience they needed this silver king mining dude to help them and they were going to split the profit fairly between the three of them there's a deal struck but what do you guess happens the thunder god is pissed duh so the two soldiers leave town and they head towards the mountain. Two weeks pass and they don't return. No other explorers see them. So Mason, the Silver King mine operator, sends a search party, which discovers one soldier naked with a bullet hole in his skull. Ooh. And then the next day they find his companion found in a similar condition with a bullet hole in his skull. So people don't know what happened. Did they have a fight and then one commits... Did they both shoot each other at the same time? <laughs> or did or did one sh murder his friend and then commit suicide? Were they driven crazy? We don't know. By the curse of the gold? Did the Apaches did, kill them? Did the Dutchman find them? We don't know. Did... Thunder well, God have a gun? Right. Like, why Why would these bros do that like that to each other? Was, was the Dutchman's donkey just tired of everyone's shit <laughs> and went AWOL? <laughs> 
and like a shot two soldiers. Yeah. It could be. So then the suspicions that the Dutchman had found the mine were mm-hmm. never they never like went away, you know? Right. But so because but he after people started following him around and were like, We're gonna kill you if you don't take us to this mine, he was laying low. So he died in he died twenty years after he found supposedly found the mine in 1891 and when he died on his deathbed he said you know i have he left no clues to anything about the location of the mine or never said anything about it during his life after he found it but they found sacks of rich gold underneath his bed and experts examined the gold but could not trace it back to any known mine so it was surmised that waltz had actually found the lost gold mine and Immediately after his death, and especially once the gold under his bed was found, people went into the mountain searching for the entrance to this mine, but they still couldn't find it. And no one's been able to find where that gold came from. Oh, damn it. I forgot to say that um, some Apache Indians believe that the hole leading down into the lower world or hell is located in the center of the Superstition Mountains and that winds blowing out of the hole are supposed to be the cause of severe dust storms in the region. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Yeah. So that makes it even more sinister, the Superstition Mountains. Exactly. Okay, so they find a bunch of gold under his bed. And this gold is real gold. And it's real expensive gold. And it's unknown golds. And they're like, <laughs> where are all these unknown golds coming from? It's like unmarked bills. Right. So it kind of legitimizes his story because it's like, okay... Where did this crazy dude get all this gold from then? Right. So once the Dutchman dies, for some reason now everyone just calls this the Lotch Dutchman's gold mine. Probably because it just sounds tight. Yeah, it sounds tight. Although, you know what else sounds tight? Thunder Gods. Thunder Gods sounds Thunder tight Gods too. Thunder Gods Hell Dungeon of right. Gold. So some people believe that this Lotch Lost Dutchman's gold... Uh, that he, maybe he never found the mine and he just made all that up because he was actually just like killing other people who found gold and <laughs> oh, then taking wait, it. Oh, wait, that's a good a conspiracy theory. Right, yeah. So people are like, this was just a bandit who was like killing people in these mountains and taking the little gold that they had found. And, and then, then probably blaming it on the Apache. Right. So after he died, the gold mine becomes more popular because now it has a sick name, like the Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty sick. And uh, so a bunch of people try to go find it. But people are scared to find it because they're like... Is this gold mine driving people crazy? The, why are people disappearing? Why are people disappearing? Why are why are people found with like bullet holes in their naked. head? Naked. Their head is decapitated. Like what's going on? So oh, another one of the like scary things that happened in the mountain is there was this madman. <laughs> like literally his name is Madman Alicia Revis. Okay. Well, that's his literal name? <laughs> madman Alicia Revis. Like, Imagine that's you. <laughs> yeah. Like is that on his headstone? Like that's so rude. That is rude. So he was just called the Hermit of Superstition Mountain. And from 1872 until 1896, he lived in the mountain growing vegetables and was just a hermit. Like he didn't talk to anyone. He didn't go into town. He didn't do anything. And the Apaches stayed kept away from him because they thought that he was possessed by the thunder gods and he was crazy. Like he was a lunatic. Oh, okay. That's dope. Yeah. And then one day, mysteriously, he's found decapitated next to his home. Not dope. Much like a lot of the first Spanish prospectors. Many people think maybe he stumbled upon the gold mine and was killed by the same mysterious force. And that's why he was crazy and he was this hermit. Other people are just like, no, the Apaches were just like, this guy's acting weird. (laughs) And I don't want to be around it anymore. That's like Ron Burgundy uh, did an interview on late night and he said, I'm going to cut this out. But he said uh, (laughs) that, you know, when you go to prison, the first thing you have to do is take a shit in a bucket every day that you're there. <laughs> and then when if there's a prison riot, what you're going to do is you're going to cover yourself head to toe in <laughs> shit because nobody wants to <laughs> kill or mess with someone that's like insane yeah. and covered in shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so okay. that's this hermit. Yeah. And then another, uh, so that hermit, that's spooky. Another spooky thing that happens is around 1900, there's two gold hunters named Silverlock and Mom. That's uh, like a trendy restaurant in L.A. Silverlock and Mom, yeah, and Mom, Mom. They these two dudes, Silverlock and Mom, venture into the Superstition Mountains in search of the Lost Dutchman's gold mine, and they encounter some of the gold that was scattered during the Peralta massacre, like those donkeys that had 
the gold sacks or whatever that had died, but they couldn't find this mine no matter how hard they looked for it. And for 10 years, they keep searching for this lost Dutchman's gold mine and finding these tiny little clues and just keep going down shafts and building things and they still can't find it. And then little by little, they start going insane. Mom appears in town 10 years after they first start this in a state of incoherence, babbling unintelligibly about Silverlock trying to kill him. And police are like, what are you trying to say? And he's like, he's trying to kill him. And after they try to calm him down, they have no choice but to just say that he's deranged and commit him into a mental institution, which is just kind of rude. Like he's, He's saying like, hey, this guy's trying to kill me. And they're like, hey, you're being too loud. Can you just go to this asylum now? Can you chill? Yeah. So he goes to this asylum and he loses his sanity after he was uh, institutionalized. And then Silverlock comes out of the mountain and also is put in the asylum because he's talking about the other guy trying to kill him. And as the story goes, two years later, both of the men die in the asylum. How pissed would you be if you're literally like, this guy's trying to kill me. And then they're like, you go to the asylum. And then like a day later, that guy's in there too. I would be, yeah, I'd be like, this is the opposite you, of what I needed. You, I needed you to separate us. You would literally die from stress two years later. Also, I love how in the olden times you could just lock someone up because they were afraid that someone was going to kill them. Like, that's not how that works. If someone's like, hey, this person's going to kill me, you're supposed to investigate well, it. Well, back then they were just like, yeah, everyone's trying to kill everyone. Yeah, like, you're what right. are you you're like, yeah, about? there's no laws out here. You're like, what are you fucking yelling about? Yeah. <laughs> You're off to the asylum. You got a problem with people killing people? Yeah. Yeah. My mom killed my dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how Everyone's I was Everyone's killed someone here. Yeah. Okay. So then now this Lost Dutchman's gold mine becomes iconic in 1931 when there's this guy named Adolf Ruth. He's from Mexico. He supposedly acquires ancient maps of the mine that lead to the Dutchman's gold and... So he's like, you know what? My leg's messed up. I'm 66 years old and I can't do this, but um, I'm going to give my map to my younger son so that he can go and do it for me. So son goes out looking for the lost Dutchman's gold mine, but he dies. Under what circumstances? (laughs) The Arizona Republic finds a human skull brandished with two bullet holes and it's his. Oh what happened we don't know and he had the weirdest part is he had a little piece of paper that said vini vidi vici on it i came i saw i conquered right okay that thinking about that did he find the mine and then somebody shot him and took his gold i think i think that note was written by the person who shot him because why would he was it suicide but there's two bullet holes what are the the odds that he would that was survived the first one i was seeing if you were skeptic (laughs) I mean, I guess that is possible if he like missed the first time and shot himself through his jaw. And here's a picture of the original map. But he so he had this map with him. Right. But when they found his body, it was missing. So the map had been taken off of his body. He had two bullet holes and he had a note that said Vini Vidi Vici. My thing is like, why pick those as your last words that everyone's going to remember you by? Like those are already someone else's iconic last world. Okay, my conspiracy theory. He should have just been like, I didn't find the gold or I found the gold. I think that the, I think somebody else left that note. I think the person who killed him said, I came, I saw, I conquered because they killed him and probably took his loot Hmm. or took the map. And so they took the map and then left a note saying, hey, I got the map. Vinny Vidi Vici. Hmm. Like you thought you had one up and that you had this map and you were going to go find the treasure. But really, I found you and I took your map and I killed you. I got the map. So a few years pass by and now someone's looking, using a helicopter looking for the mine. His name is James A. Carvey. Wait, a few years pass by and they have a helicopter and it's the 1800s? I mean, how many, you know, just <laughs> fill in the blanks, all right? Years pass by, okay? Okay, all right. I'm sorry I'm not given all of the details. Now we're if, in the 1900s or the tell- 2000s. Was, if Alyssa was telling this story, she would be like, December 15th at 2.02 p.m. Like, no one cares. You're right. Nobody cares. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man in a helicopter looking for the, the gold mine. He can't find it. That's the whole point of that. Okay, okay. all but right. But then he dies and they find him months later and he's t- his skeleton is tied in a blanket and hidden in the rocks far away from oh. where he camped and his skull was discovered 30 feet away from there so he had been decapitated what the fuck 
Right. Like, I could understand why if uh, the Apache Indians were like, get the fuck. I mean, this is when we have helicopters. Yeah. So it's like. When was the helicopter invented? Let's look. Yeah. When was helicopter invented? Invented or discovered? Invented. <laughs> what do you mean discovered? Oh, shit. 1939. Okay, so this is now the, like the 1940s. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So in modern times, from 1947 to 2011, the Superstition Mountains have claimed the lives of dozens of people and uh, that are searching for the gold and countless other just randoms who we don't even know. Okay. And uh, in modern times, we have these two guys named Jesse Capen from Denver, Colorado. And, you know, actually, I don't even want to tell his story. Who cares? Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay, so he goes, <laughs> you know what's going to happen. He goes looking for the mine. He fucking dies. But I, I love it. I want to hear it. Oh, God. Okay, so guess what? He goes looking for the mine. In 2009, he goes missing. And three years later, his remains are found. You happy? Was he shot in the head? What, how was, were his remains found? Was he decapitated? I want to know everything. No, he was just dead. Oh, <laughs> okay. And then in 2010, Curtis Merworth and Artie and Charles and Malcolm Meeks are from Utah. And they're found dead while scouring the Superstition Mountains for gold. And these dudes are from Utah. So they're already mountain folk. Right. And they couldn't even figure it out. I don't know. And today, there's only one man who hasn't given up. His name is Ron Feldman. And I need you to see what Ron Oh, I already love his name. He's still alive today. Yep. And he has devoted his life to finding the mine. I hope he watches or listens to this podcast. Ron. Ron Feldman. Oh, Ron. He looks like if... I love him. Please don't be a bad person, Ron. I don't know. Like, He looks like a simple man that caught the gold fever. I don't know. Can we trust any of these people with gold fever? He's haunted. It's not his fault. He's cursed. So you know how I always come up with get rich quick schemes? Yes. That is the running thing that you do on this podcast. Do you know where I'm going with this story? Are you going to marry Ron Feldman or are you going to follow him? You are bilingual. You speak Spanish. Yes. You understand Spanish. Yes. (laughs) You can find Spanish clues and read maps. Are you saying you want us to go looking for the Dutchman's treasure? I'm saying you you know the lands, the farms, you've got the experience. <laughs> I've got the passion. We go out there, we find this trick, this we find this gold. Ron Feldman's going to be out there ready to kill us if we try to find this gold. So he's not a good person. But I love him. He looks just like a he's got like a walrus mustache. Would you decapitate him in order to get to the gold? No, absolutely not. So who so then my question to you is what is going on out there? What do you think is happening? <laughs> I have written down here leprechaun with a question mark. That's, you only wrote that because it's close to St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> no, it's just really funny to think like, actually, there's like a leprechaun in there that has gold. Oh, and he, like, won't. Of the go- yeah, it's the Lucky Charms guy. Yeah, like what is going on? Okay. People are literally going crazy trying to find this gold. And these aren't just, these aren't just, you know... Uh, these aren't just crazy people. Like, actually, there was normal people that did it, too. The former Arizona Attorney General, Bob Corbin, searched for the mine off and on for 50 years. What? He's in his late 80s now, and he's still convinced that the mine is out there. And they have the map now because you just showed me a picture of the Peralta map. So people have access to this. It's just nobody can figure out what it does. There's so much misinformation because if you know about the mine, you don't want other people to know. So this could be a fake Peralta map for all we know. So people are saying like, oh, these are fakes. But then other people are saying, no, it's real. And people are saying, oh, the slats that they found were fake. And then people are like, no, it's real. To me, I think it's real because the donkeys that they're, those, those are for fact. We've actually found those. People are actually finding people that are getting shot in these mountains killed. Why else would it be? That Like why would that the is Indians so interesting. Why would the Indians really care that much? Do we know if the Indians had access to guns at this point? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they and did. I have this sick picture of a bunch of uh Native Americans holding guns. I want to see you to see. (laughs) I'm going to caption this when we put this on the collage on Instagram. I'm going to caption it and be like sick ass Native American. Yeah. So those are the Apaches. They've got guns. Yeah. That's pretty sick. They look like they literally don't give a fuck. 
They look like they're ready to defend some Dutchman's treasure. I guess that's the definition of giving a fuck then. So wait, so the Native Americans knew where the treasure was because the Apaches kept killing people that were going into those mountains, but they wouldn't touch it because they thought that it was cursed by the thunder god who lives in the area where the pit to hell is located. Right. But like also, if you knew where some super sweet stuff is that you don't want anyone to know about, would you be like, oh, there's a thunder god here that's going to like drive you crazy. But okay. but my point is, if your get rich quick scheme is to find the Dutchman's treasure, your first move needs to be infiltrating the Apache tribe because somebody knows. Done. So people are still looking for this all the time. And it's weird. You know, you got old ass people like some of these people are. 66 years old they're like 80 years old and they're just like damn it i'm gonna find this treasure so what do you think is going on and then i'll tell you my theory i really don't like when people impede on my my friends and our space like even like going out to a bar like if i me and my friends are sitting on a couch like don't come sit on this couch with us like yeah i feel that we like staked this out and like we had to sit here get here early when there's no one doing anything cool and like there was no cool music on or anything we had to entertain ourselves right we had to sit on this couch and like now you're gonna come in here when this is all cool and hopping and just like be like oh i'm just gonna sit on this couch like no so you think so the Apaches the are just yeah. <laughs> and decapitate their body. Someone please animate Natalia shooting someone in the head twice for taking her couch. Right. Yeah. So you think it's the Apaches that are over there protecting the mountains and that there is no gold. They just don't no, want people in I their area. Oh, you gold. do think there I is gold. I do think there is gold, too. But yeah. I don't know. I really like this. I really like this idea of this magical gold stuff yeah absolutely Why would that doctor too who has no like he didn't ever tell anyone where the mine was why would he like make that up i believe that story i believe that there is gold in the mountains for sure and i think that they led him there and he got the gold but he could never find his way back because they had blindfolded him but that was the one clue he knew was mm-hmm. the weaver's needle yeah so okay so i believe that do you believe that the dutchman actually found a mine the guy that the crazy guy that would come into town no i like the idea that he was just robbing people and saying that he found a mine because that's a perfect cover story yeah oh i'm not murdering people i found a secret mine mine. yeah yeah the rumors are true there is a magical mine yeah how about you go out there and then he follows them and like shoots them yeah Yeah, and robs them it's like it's an ingenious plan right he's like you're looking for gold you go out here and look for gold as soon as he finds them i pop out exactly yeah i think that that's what happened with the dutchman guy but i do think that there is a mine out there because and i think the apaches know where it is so my final thing that i want to say to you okay and people so many people were dying out here in the superstition wilderness so they decided in 1964 to declare it as a wilderness area and then in 1984 to discourage treasure hunters from going in there the federal government passed a law forbidding prospecting and digging in that area so even if you were to find the mine you'd have to figure out a way to sneak it out under the nose of the federal government which would lay claim to it capitalism triggered so even if you find I hate it, the, government. the federal government is going to say, you know what? Nope. All of this gold is Of course is they are, because the feds take anything that's worthwhile. So do you do you think maybe there's another option out there that the federal government is out there? They already people? know what it is. Yeah. Or have they teamed up with the Thunder God, just like they have Area 51 for the aliens, and they or don't want people to meet the Thunder God? Is this country run by the Native Americans who are actually our government? Absolutely not, because they would have way more than just shitty reservations. Oh, but I was going to say, I think that the curse of the gold is greed and that it's a metaphor. So you don't think this is real? Are you telling me the Bible's not real either? No, I'm telling you that this gold is real. This mine is real. You have me on board with all of that. The Dutchman's lost gold mine is real. It's real. The Dutchman just never found it. He was just robbing people. And Thorne did find it because the Apaches led him there, but he was never able to figure out how to get back because he had his blindfold on. But the whole notion that it's cursed is not true. Mm. It was just people killing each other in the old West and greed. Yeah. And those people went crazy because they dedicated so much of their lives and their whole purpose was just to find this mine and they could never find it. I mean, if that's your whole purpose and you can never fulfill it, you'd go crazy. Also, they have terrible nutrition because they're just eating beans and biscuits. They have scurvy and smallpox. Like they're going to go crazy at some point. They literally have to use a hammer and a chisel to get stuff out of a can. I love that they invented the tin can, but not the tin can opener. 
Yeah, because everyone's so starving anyways. And they're honestly like, fuck you. If you can afford to buy this tin can, <laughs> yeah, like- you can probably just have a hammer or have one of your butlers do it. Yeah. So a few years ago, uh, someone found a note in a bottle floating in the Salt River, which runs through the Superstition Mountains. And the note had said that it was the writer was in the Superstition Mountains, that he had found the Dutchman's Lost Gold Mine, but that he was trapped and needed help. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. He gave directions and then search parties found neither the man or the mine and concluded that it was just another hoax. No, I believe that. That's so cool. It's pretty tight. Should we go find this gold? I mean, yeah. Here's a list of things I want to do. This podcast has made me want to do the following things. I want to go to Dyatlov Pass. Mm-hmm. I want to meet Travis Walton. I want to go to the Cecil Hotel and play the elevator game. Mm. And now I want to go searching for the Dutchman's treasure. See, all of these tales could be construed as like cautionary tales. Sure. Yet instead they just inspire us all. They're like, (laughs) here's a bunch of new ideas to try with your friends. Yeah, this is a really bad idea. Don't do it. But we're just like, let's do it. Do you think that the Peralta... The, like, Spanish uh, gold people <laughs> found an actual mine? I think that they did because their donkeys have the, have gold. the gold in their in the sacks. And people are still finding these donkey carcasses. Yeah. So it makes sense to me that they found gold. Did they find the specific Dutchman's treasure mine before it was called that? I don't know. But they definitely found gold because they had gold on them. I think we need to go find this gold. All right, let's go find this this gold. So, what do we like? W- like, will we like get some Patagonia? We just yeah, like, we just uh, you know what we need? What we back? What we really need? I went to Coachella. I can do this. Yeah, <laughs> if you can survive a hipster wilderness, you can survive a lot of other kinds of wildernesses. So how how are we gonna get past these Apache Indians? Well, I don't think that people are really out there murdering people now unless it's the feds okay so how are we going to get past these wilderness okay so basically this is what we need we need somebody a who... scapegoat no 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 we push him down the crevasse <laughs> first okay but then what, what does that do but we sacrifice how... him to the thunder god and then see how if it's you die or not <laughs> <laughs> we push him off a cliff to see if he dies or not <laughs> yeah but he's like you see a hole in the ground you're like is this the mine like i don't know you oh, it oh okay I see you what go you're first okay my idea was far less violent my idea was we need somebody on the discovery channel to finance us to have our own show because there are no shows and i could be wrong but there are no shows out there that have two women gold mining (laughs) i'm pretty sure we could it would be like isn't there a gold mining show there has to be like some shitty are there women on it probably not probably not wow i know what would it be called female gold diggers (laughs) gold diggers it's just called gold diggers and people are think they're tuning into a show about like basketball wives or something but Mm. we're genuinely gold digging like panhandling it's us out there with like no makeups no eyebrows drawn on (laughs) like hair in a like bun and i'm like i'm missing teeth and i'm like "Ah, sunburnt yeah sunburnt as hell i'm like oh i found a nugget (laughs) mm. on this episode of gold diggers and then it just cuts to you with no teeth sunburnt and you're like i found it i found this nugget and you're like hold on i gotta take a shit in the woods and then i fall down a crevasse (laughs) and then ron is down there too the guy like there's a donkey down here we got more gold my legs broke (laughs) (laughs) and then you go crazy and you shoot me and take the gold oh no i would be so lonely (laughs) i would be so lonely you have a camera crew with you what would we do with all that gold i would gamble it immediately go to vegas (sighs) okay you gotta My, turn golden. You gotta spend gold to make more gold, Alyssa. You, yeah, you gotta have gold to make gold. <laughs> if I've learned anything in this world, I would take the gold. I would pay off my medical bill debt. God, you and always would, with this stupid idea. And I would pay off my parents' house, and I would pay off my brother's house, and I would give some gold to my uncle because he's a badass, and mm-hmm. I'd give some gold to my aunt because she's a badass, and then I would buy a house and have a dog ranch. Mm. people you know, can't wait, visit you got it. me on this last yeah. part people can't visit it unless they're my friend or it's not open dog. to the public it's only for dogs it's only for dogs and me 
and my friends. It's like a vacation for it's, dogs. Yeah, it's the best. Wow, there's gonna be so many. There's hills. There's a there's a goat. You're gonna literally have to like clean up dead dogs like multiple times. No, a day. they're all friendly. They're little. No, and Alyssa. Medium. And... Dogs are like humans. They're trying to claim their space. <sighs> no, they're not. They're not cursed by man's affliction. It's capitalism. And greed. No, this is this is the story of capitalism. It's People the story. People are literally losing their lives trying to find it and killing each other for capitalism. Or consumerism. Is it not the same? <laughs> no, it's not the same. I thought just making money and spending it is capitalism. Capitalism means that you believe in a free market and the market dictates what things are worth and what things are popular. So it, capitalism in its purest form has very little government intervention intervention now i'm interested yeah (laughs) (laughs) um we've been talking for like an hour so we should probably go all right well thank you guys for listening as we always do at the end of every podcast we need to list off our social medias so that people can follow let's get haunted on every single platform that exists currently and that is reddit r slash let's get haunted spotify bit.ly slash get haunted Twitter at Let's Get Haunted, Instagram at Let's Get Haunted, SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Let's Get Haunted. And we still don't have anything on iTunes yet. I, w- I know I've had a lot of people messaging me and I feel like I've told everybody, but the word still hasn't gotten out yet. The reason why our application keeps getting rejected from iTunes is, oh, n- is not because our RSS feed is on SoundCloud. I've had people suggesting that we need to sign up for this paid program. Um called like Libsyn. No, that's not the problem. The problem is that we don't have any cover art. And so they reject our application because we don't have any any logo or artwork. So we're working on that. Um, we, we have paid somebody to make something for us. That's one of Natalia's friends. And it's going to be sick. I'm trying to nut button, but it's too it's too soft. I can't hear it. I know my laptop broke. I dropped oh, it on my head. Oh, that's right. You told that story very sad. Yeah. Oh, and our at for Venmos are Nat Strawn and Dog Mom USA. Thank you to everybody that's been donating. Uh, I believe we are, have now funded eight months of SoundCloud Premium. If you guys want to go with us to find the lost Dutchman's treasure, let us know. Yeah. Anyone who knows how to do geology yeah they look at rocks geography topography if you know any ology ology get at me at nat strong and that strong on venmo Venmo. (laughs) (laughs) yay Yay, okay thank you guys guys. for listening love you bye oh wait i want to thank my uh twitter boyfriend told me about this story Oh, thank you, Natalia's Twitter boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you want to say his real name or no? Uh, no. Uh, no. Okay. Thanks to the guy that said he'll pay me for hand photos. Mm. We haven't had a transaction yet, but if all I have to do is send you a picture of my hand, Hell I'll yeah. take your money oh my God. and use that to fund our SoundCloud premium. Gold. And our trip to find the Dutchman's treasure. I, I don't even want it for capitalism. I just want to rename it. Yeah, Natalie. Natalie's treasure. Natalie's lost mine. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. guys. (laughs)